Welcome to the Starlight Pet Talk podcast, where we'll talk about and explore ways to help pet parents and future pet parents learn everything they need to know to have a happy and healthy relationship with their pet. So sit up and stay for Starlight Pet Talk, rescue, adoption, and pet parenting done right. Welcome to Starlight Pet Talk. I'm your host, Amy Castro, and today we're going to be talking about nutrition and supplements to keep your pets happy and healthy. Although there are a lot of great pet foods available to us today, there's probably no food that's going to meet every single need that your specific pet might have. And this is where supplements come in. Our special guest today is Kat Donatello, and Kat is the founder of Austin and Cat. With over 15 years as an athlete and business leader in the endurance sport industry, Kat set out in 2014 to create a holistic and all-natural product that would help her dogs with their health, their well-being, and the various ailments they had. What started out as a project in her home kitchen in Maine, experimenting with different recipes and CBD oils to create a wellness biscuit for her pets, quickly blossomed into a national business that was not only helping her animals, but her friends and those of us in the public. So Austin and Cat can be found in retail stores, in vet clinics, and some boarding and training facilities across the country. And it these products have helped thousands of pets across the country live their very best lives. So thank you so much, Cat, for being here with us today. Thanks, Amy. It's a pleasure to be here. And I'm excited to chat with you. So I have to be honest, when I first heard about Austin and Cat, I thought it was a pet food company. What is it really? Um, Austin and Cat. Well, first off, I'm obviously Cat, and Austin is my dog. Yes. Uh, (laughs) He is um, an eight-year-old black lab, and he was part of that original experiment back in 2014. But Austin and Cat today is a wellness um, brand. We create wellness supplements for both dogs and cats. And they're things that you can incorporate into your pet's um, already hopefully well-balanced diet. But a lot of um, things that we produce and create at our own facility in Seattle can help bull become even more beneficial, especially as our pets age, our pets have various ailments, and are maybe nutritionally deficient in certain things. And that actually leads me to my next question. So when you started the, the business... Was Austin having some particular issues or were you kind of looking at it from a preventative standpoint? Yeah, that's a great question. Actually, Austin wasn't the impetus for the brand. Uh, I had a dog named Brady who was an older dog. Um, and okay. he was just suffering with a lot of the symptoms that many of our older dogs do. They kind of lose focus. Um, they're not as engaged with the family. A lot of them are dealing with pain and inflammation, those older joints. And our dog Brady was suffering with a lot of those types of ailments. The thing that became so important to me was as an athlete, and you mentioned that earlier, I was giving myself a very holistic lifestyle. So I was eating really healthy, um, eating organic, eating gluten-free. And the things that I would talk to my veterinarian about always ended up in, well, we can put him on this type of medication. And it just didn't make sense to me if I was treating my own body in a very holistic way, that why those same things couldn't be given to our pets, you know, holistic, all natural um, things that would improve their lives and not have the, you know, unnecessary side effects that unfortunately medications can give dogs and cats. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I think people have become much more aware about the impact, especially long-term impacts of medication, 
even, you know, if not for themselves, but certainly for their human children, but maybe don't think about it so much with the, when it comes to their, that comes to their pets that they could be facing those same types of types of issues. Um, you were talking about the quality of your bowl. Why, you know, why, it sounds like a dumb question, but I want I want to hear it from your perspective. Why is nutrition so important for our pets? And, and, and the reason I ask that is I had a golden retriever named Chester when I was in my junior high, high school and going into college years. And I know for a fact that I won't name the brand, but I, it was a, a, a low level grocery store food brand that this dog got fed. And he managed to live a pretty long life. I mean, he lived to be 13, 14 years old. So, you know, one might say, or my mother might have said, if I'd gone back and said, hey, you need to feed a higher quality food or you need to, you know, add these additional supplements. Well, Chester lived to be 13, 14 and he ate garbage kind of thing. Yeah. Why is nutrition so important? How, how would you argue against that, I guess? Well, I think it's the evolution of anything, really. I mean, if you think about the kinds of meals that we ate as mm. kids, we all had TV dinners, right? I mean, that was kind of one of the exciting things you'd get. Oh, yeah. The tinfoil, like. <laughs> There'd be that apple pie. But I think as we've evolved as, as people and have realized the types of things that we can do to our own diets that can increase our lifespan, our athleticism, our ability to you know, get up in the morning and feel great, those same types of things can transcend over to our pets. And I'm the same as you. I mean, I had cats growing up and we went to the grocery store and my mother and father either bought a kibble or a canned food. But as things have evolved again over time, the um, independent pet stores have popped up and those owners have become, the owners of those stores have become so in tune to helping elevate our pets' diets and their wellness that we're seeing dogs and cats live longer and healthier lives by just making simple, small changes. And one of those simple, small changes we can do is by adding supplements or by adding CBD rather than giving some, you know, uh, pharmaceutical that, like we talked about earlier, could have some some un unwanted side effects. So for me and Austin and Kat, my introduction into the pet space was through uh, using CBD and seeing okay. the benefits that came out of that for Brady at, at 12 years old that, I mean, literally 180'd his life. This was a dog who was <clears throat> hanging out in his crate, not wanting to go for walks. And I'm talking simple walks, even up to the mailbox and just not being engaged. You could just see that decline in him and making that small, simple change by starting to incorporate CBD into his regimen. You kind of saw him get that pep in his step back. He was more alert, more in tune and wanting to be engaged in the family. And at the same time, I had Austin who was, you know, a four or five month old puppy at the time, bouncing off the walls. How do I harness that energy <laughs> so it can actually be directed positively? So, you know, through good training, through good behavior and looking at, you know, let's see how long we can give Austin a great life. And it mm -hmm. kind of just tumbleweeded from there. You know, one thing led to another, led to another and started to, you know, give my the biscuits that I was making to friends and they were starting to see the same uh, results that I was seeing. And, and I realized that this is an opportunity for me to share what I've learned um, and help a lot of families in the process. And so again, we're talking about that evolution of, you know, I'm going to date us, but you know, seventies, eighties, <laughs> going to the grocery store and buying that 
big bag of 50 pound bag of kibble to now really curating our bowls. Um, so we're addressing the needs of all different pets. I've got four, all of them have different mm. needs. Um, but I yeah. can work with the supplements that we have here. And then by literally opening up the refrigerator door and saying, okay, I'm going to grab some blueberries or I'm going to grab this and grab that to kind of complement the bowl of the food that they're already getting, um, from one of the, you know, great brands that are out there. Right. I want to jump back for a minute and talk a little bit more about, because I still think that there are people out there who have not done their homework about CBD and they think basically it's the equivalent of their dog smoking pot. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong, but, uh, I, you know, can you tell us a little bit more? I mean, I know I don't want to turn this into a big science lesson per se, but just a little bit more about what CBD is and what the benefits might be for our pets. Yeah. And it's funny that you say um, people are still equating it to smoking pot. I've been doing this since 2014, so it seems so natural and everyday to me. But there is still that educational component because what we read on the internet is not always gospel, you know, we, so we do need to do our homework. Um, but CBD uh, stands for cannabidiol. And that is one of the components that is found in both the marijuana plant and the hemp plant. It's the non-psychoactive component. So lots of wellness benefits and people use it from the marijuana plant to get those same types of, um, um, feelings, the relaxation, maybe the pain relief, the anxiety reducing. Um, but it also comes from the hemp plant and it's actually found in very high amounts in the hemp plant. So that's where we get our CBD. It's extracted from the hemp plant. It also contains that whole plant experience. So you're getting all of the other good benefits from that plant itself besides just the CBD. So there's a multitude of cannabinoids that can really do wonderful things for the body. Like I said, helping reduce anxiety, helping with pain relief, just bringing that body, bringing the body back to that level of homeostasis where the body's balanced and can respond to different stressors or inflammations in the correct way. And I would assume, and, and, and because I have done a, a tiny bit of research on it, not all CBD products are the same. And the reason I bring that up is I noticed here where we live, all of a sudden, all of these places are popping up and saying that they've got these different CBD products for humans and for pets. Can you just briefly ad address like how would somebody know whether something is a good CBD product or not a good CBD? I mean, I know yours are because I know you've won awards and been ranked really highly for the quality of your products. But if they, for some reason, couldn't get a hold of something that belonged to you, how would they know a good product from a bad one? Yeah, that's a really, really hard question um, okay. to answer because the regulation just hasn't come down from the FDA yet. So it really is a, a responsibility of someone who's going to either use CBD for themselves or for their pet to really do their homework and to ask those hard questions. Um, where are you getting your CBD from? You can get CBD from China. Would I want to get CBD from China right now? Probably not. You want to mm -hmm. make sure that the company that you're purchasing that product from um, does test results. Um, do they make those test results available to you? Are they easy to access? Uh, may, are they accessible to you? Are they easy to understand? And will the company talk to you about that? So those are some of the things that you'll want to be asking. How do they, um, how do they get their CBD? Where do they get it from? So just being able to ask those 
those questions. And I think one of the, um, one of the reasons why I'm really happy with where my company is at right now is we're in a number of pet stores all across the country, well over a thousand. And we're in those stores because we're with um, distributors and those distributors mm-hmm. that we participate with go through a rigorous process before they bring any brand into their portfolio. So we have, they have to do their due diligence. So they do a lot of homework for the retailers and the end consumers when you're buying from a store. Now, that doesn't mean that there won't be products that aren't reputable in stores or maybe aren't of the best quality in stores because maybe they aren't being purchased from a distributor. Maybe they're being purchased direct from a manufacturer. So you've got to be able to ask those questions to your retailer or or to the company that maybe you're purchasing from online. Sure. Yeah. Even just down to the actual amount of CBD that's in the product and whether that's whether that's accurate or not, I think is is one of the things that I had read about. So so it's it, in many ways, it's not horribly different from you know, reading a product label for any food, whether it's for you or for your dog and understanding what those ingredients are, where they come from and just, you know, doing your homework before you put it in your mouth or theirs. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you should be able to understand that ingredient label. I mean, if it's got, you know, 10 syllables, I might question what that ingredient is. Now there'll be ingredients in some of my products because some of the products that we create aren't just about CBD, but they're about other beneficial botanicals and herbs that will combine that will work synergistically or work together with the CBD to create a real optimal product. And those ingredients might have very scientific names like astaxanthin, for example, which is a powerful antioxidant. Those are ingredients like, okay, wait, I'm going to Google what is astaxanthin. Don't be afraid to do those types of things. But, you know, when you see words that are like, wait a second, that sounds like something that probably shouldn't or isn't necessary to be in my pet's bowl, then that's when the red flag probably is going to go up for you. Great. That's great advice. So what would be some of your key products? And I don't necessarily mean best-selling, all of that, maybe it may be the same thing. Like, Which are some of the ones we might want to look at that might benefit our pets? I think the number one thing people come to a CBD company for is anxiety relief for their pets. So I would say anxiety relief um, would be number one. And then hip and joint you know, the pain and inflammation would be number two. So we talk about anxiety. We're talking about those dogs that are, and cats that are um, affected by thunderstorms, fireworks. I thought of you yesterday when you were going through (laughs) the Houston um, weather conditions, but thunderstorms, fireworks, car rides, going to the veterinarian, going to the groomer, holiday gatherings. So things that are going to like help your pet assimilate into a situation in a more calm, um, less anxiety filled way. And then second would be the hip and joint problems that many older dogs have, larger dogs, and then, you know, the traditional labs, German shepherds, golden retrievers that can notoriously have hip problems. So those would be our two main. Um, I, on the other hand, use CBD every single day. I use it as part of the wellness journey that my pets are on. Now for having four of them. And I mentioned earlier that we all have different needs. I may use the hip and joint um, version of my product with Austin. He's eight years old. He's my running partner. He's a lab. He has the propensity to have hip and joint issues. 
Then we've Mm -hmm. got Harper. Harper is my pandemic dog. So she's a little bit on the anxious side when we go out for an afternoon. I know that if she's home alone, she's going to have some anxiety issues because mom's not here. So, you know, then Mm -hmm. I'll be using one of our formulas that will address her anxiety issues. We've also got a senior dog. So we'll address the senior issues. We've got a young puppy. I want to address immunity issues with her. So she's going into her big dog status journey, really healthy with a strong immune system. So, you know, that's one of the things that Austin and Cat, I think, separates itself from many of the other CBD brands is that we're not just about CBD. We're about taking other really amazing herbs, botanicals, stuff that will complement that CBD and really provide that, that excellent end result, whether it's like we're talking anxiety, immunity, senior, hip and joint, those types of things. Awesome. We've talked a lot about dogs, but I understand, you know, we do a lot of cats at our rescue. <laughs> yeah. So what about the cats, cat? <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting that you say that because when I started the company, you know, my name's Cat. So everyone just assumed it was a cat product. No, nope, it wasn't a cat product. But right off the bat, I made sure that um, two of our products were uh, accessible to cats by including wild Alaskan salmon oil. So making it really palatable for them. But mm-hmm. over the years, we've had more and more people say to us, is there a cat-specific product? We don't want a product that says for dogs and then in tiny words say cats can use it too. So about a year and a half ago, we developed a cat product, an oil specifically designed for cats um, that could address a lot of different needs um, that cats have. Because first off, cats can be very private and shy when they're not feeling well, and they can just kind of go off and do their thing. And a lot of cats suffer from hip and joint issues. Um, So we designed a specific cat product that includes that antioxidant that I talked about earlier called um, astaxanthin. It also has some fish oils in it, which make it very palatable, also great for Mm -hmm. skin and coat, has that CBD in it also, which helps with the anxiety, the hip and joint pain, um, just any, you know, any of the things that we were talking about that CBD could help with. And then it also has cranberry extract in it, which cats are notorious for having UTI issues. So this can be a very beneficial um, ingredient for that. I launched that product not thinking it would take off. And it's probably, I would say, in the top three or four of our products right now. It is something that once a retailer has it on shelf, they can't keep it on shelf. It just goes so fast. And then this past year, we um, developed a line of um, supplement meal toppers. So powders that we add to the pet's already existing bowl. So you've got the kibble or you've got the wet or um, maybe raw food, and you can just sprinkle the um, topper on top of the meal. Um, And we did design one specifically for cats too. So we do have two cat products. I think this year we'll probably come out with an even stronger cat product because we have had some requests for, you know, those cats that are dealing with a little bit more pain and inflammation, a little bit more anxiety and, and larger cats too. Yeah. I could use both of those cat products because I've got a, a, a kitten that has no eyes that, um, is my baby and she's just over a year old and she's already had surgery to have bladder stones removed and has had a couple of UTIs. So she could definitely use that. And then I've got another cat. I've got this great video. I think it's on our TikTok on the rescues TikTok of my daughter's cat sitting behind a baby gate and he's kind of looking at it and I've seen him before. He'll kind of stand up and 
I know he can get over it, but for whatever reason, he doesn't want to. And I think it's because his hips, you know, his hips are kind of starting to bother him. And then the even older cat goes from behind him and leaps over him and over the gate. It's like, he looks at her like, wow, you just made me look bad. But sometimes I think as, especially with cats, they seem to, like you said, they, they hide their, they hide themselves or sometimes they hide their illnesses or their pain better. And, you know, he's gotten, getting older and just having a, having a little more struggle. So a product that would allow him to continue to do the things that he wants to, or needs to do would, uh, would be well worth uh, getting for him for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's something that came out of COVID. Um, One, you know, we could say a benefit came out of COVID is we were home so much, right. That we got to see our dogs and our cats on a much more regular basis. Um, and we became mm-hmm. more aware of, wow, my dog is really sedentary or gosh, my, my cat doesn't do anything all day long. And it made us more aware of um, what was going on in their lives. And, you know, as we all know, the, the veterinarian industry is, is so busy. It takes forever now to get appointments. Right. And I think mm-hmm. that's because one of the reasons coming out of COVID is we became so in tune to our pets so it kind of brings me back to how I got started, right? If we can get them in a position at the beginning of their lives by incorporating wellness routines, then we can help them live a longer, healthier, happier life, right? So, you know, it's kind of like the the person who starts eating healthy at age 60. You know, you think back, gosh, can you imagine if you'd started eating healthy when you were in your 20s? how much better you'd be feeling or looking, or, you know, maybe your skin would be healthier, but all those things. So if we can start earlier with our pets on incorporating just even small changes, we can Mm -hmm. really help them in the long run. And small changes can be as simple as, okay, I feed a kibble. Maybe I can't afford to buy a really expensive kibble that I purchased from uh, the independent pet store, or I can't afford to do raw, or I don't want to do raw. But there are things mm-hmm. that you can do at home that can make really great changes. It's as simple as just throwing a handful of blueberries um, into the bowl. One of the things that we do in our house, and, and I do feed raw for the most part, um, but when I'm chopping up vegetables, nobody likes the tail end of the broccoli. Guess who does like the tail end of the broccoli? The dogs love the tail end of the broccoli. You know, mm-hmm. through green beans that maybe I'm not going to boil up. Those are great little additions that you can add to your pet's meal. And and doing it, flipping it up all the time, it's kind of like you're not going to eat the same way every day. And we can't expect our pets to be eating the same way every day if we want to give them a really a well-balanced um, diet. Yeah, that's a good point because there was so much um, advice back in the day to, you know, keep your keep your pet on the exact same diet all of the time that, you know, there were animals that went their entire lives eating nothing but the same dry kibble. But if you think about it, a, you know, a wild animal doesn't get the same meal every day. They might, you know, get a rabbit one day, a bird another day, a, a snake or a frog or whatever, you know, so it's there's natural variety um, when they're living and eating naturally. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it's exciting to see the changes that you can make in their, in their lives, like their skin, their coat, you know, watching things like allergies, seasonal things that happen to them and like, oh, I can make this little change or add this little um, ingredient. Or, you know, maybe I am going to do a topper 
like for example, like a greenlit muscle topper during like the really active season, maybe you have a hunting dog and hunting season, definitely be using something like a greenlit muscle to support their hips and joints during hunting season. But just, you know, making those changes, just little things can really add up to monumental changes in that pet's life. Definitely, definitely. And I, I want to say before I don't, before I forget, when it comes to uh, tossing your dog, whatever you might be prepping for yourself, do make sure that you're checking what those items are, that they are things that dogs can eat. Because obviously you wouldn't want to be tossing them grapes or onions, things like that. So yeah, yeah. I always just holler to Alexa. I, was just <laughs> I do I do the same thing with my birds. Alexa, can birds eat tomatoes? Mm. No. You my know, Alexa just, just uh, miss something. Can you say it again? My Alexa's asking you what you want. Sorry, I didn't. Oh, now mine is. <laughs> All right, Alexa, stop. You should never say that word out loud. <laughs> I know, right? Spell it. It's like it's like yeah. we can't say um, S Q U I R R E L because mm-hmm. they'll yeah. all run to the window. <laughs> yes. Yes. So definitely check out and make sure that your dog can eat those human foods before you give it to them. Absolutely. Okay. So I I have you to credit for. Um, uh, the idea that you gave me about asking a fun question at the end of an interview or towards the end of an interview. And so um, I was now, then I had to go out and Google, you know, what are some good questions to ask <laughs> during your podcast interview? So my question for you, Kat, is what is something that you're looking forward to in the near future, either personally or professionally? Wow, that is a great question. Well, on the personal side, I am about to become an empty nester. So Ah. my husband and I, we have four daughters. So the youngest is about to graduate from high school. And we are doing something incredibly, uh, some people would say crazy. Other people (laughs) would say, wow. Um, But we are renovating a school bus. And our intention is to go on the road for 18 to 24 months all around oh, the country wow. with all of the dogs and go and visit retailers. So that's, ah. that is on the agenda. So um, hopefully we're on the road after by, by Super Zoo. Uh, so by uh, August of this year and uh, bringing the show on the road. So that is, I guess you'd say that's both professional and personal. Yeah, you're covering covering both bases there. That's that sounds like that sounds like my kind of adventure. I'm I'm, I'm I like the uh, the RV kind of lifestyle. Although I don't know about the school bus, but uh, it depends on how you renovate it. I've seen some pretty neat renovations on those. Yeah, there are some so that's pretty cool. cool things to do. You know, when you're incorporating uh, three dogs into that kind of experience. So Bailey, our eldest dog, he's our eight-year-old. He will actually stay here in Seattle um, with uh, the other part of the family. But the three younger ones, Austin, Harper, and Blanca, will all go on the road with us. So there is that entire element to think about as, because we do travel a lot with our pets and we do take them on vacation. And when we were talking about like the 70s and 80s and growing up and it was having a pet. Our pet. You had brought. You had told me the other day. You said there were three different. You put people in three different buckets: uh, pet owners, pet guardians, and pet parents. I've used that now a lot. But I think for the most part, in the seventies and eighties, people were pet owners. And oh yeah. 
as everything has evolved and changed now, think about like people choose the car they drive, where they're going to live, where they're going on vacation because they have pets. So mm-hmm. that's something that we had to really think about as we're, you know, building out this bus and having a safe place for the three kids, kids, I call them kids, the three animals <laughs> to, you know, be able to go to sleep at night, know that they're safe. You know, it's going to have um, different kinds of heating and air control. So if we're out mountain biking, they're in their mobile home, basically safe and sound. So it's been a, an interesting kind of uh, step that we've had to take that if it was just the two of us, we wouldn't have to think about those things. But, you know, they're a very important part of our family. Yeah, definitely. We have plans to do episodes coming up talking about traveling with, you know, either traveling with pets and in various forms, whether it's, you know, plane, train or automobile kind of thing, or what to do when you want to travel and you don't want to take your pets and what are your options, whether it's pet sitter, boarding, whatever, boarding at the vet versus boarding at a, at a boarding facility, et cetera, et cetera. Because people are definitely wanting, especially now they're wanting to get back to traveling and, you know, whether it's with the pet or without the pet, they want to have good options so that their pet gets the optimal care with minimal anxiety throughout that whole process. Yeah. So, okay. So to wrap things up, my last question for you would be if, if, Somebody out there is like, hey, I want to investigate Austin and cat products. And I actually did this myself the other day. I went on the website and there wasn't a store that was particularly close to me that I could get the products. Can I get the products online at all? Or how would that work? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can. But first, if you do shop in a local independent pet store, support your independent local pet store, please. Um, Okay. You know, the backbone of America and just say to them, Hey, you should carry Austin and Cat. They're amazing. I just listened to this awesome podcast the other day. Yeah. <laughs> and there's this awesome product that you need to carry in your store. That's I don't know why people don't think to do that. Most especially independent retailers are more than happy to to try a product if they've got customers looking for it. I mean, they want to make the sale too, and so you're putting money in their pocket and getting the product that you need at the same time. Yeah, everybody wins when you shop locally. Yep. Right. If you support local small business and I'm considered a small business, right? I'm a woman run business. I have 12 employees. Um, we do a little bit of everything on days where somebody might be out sick. I might have to be in the bakery. You know, th- those things happen. But, you know, yes, obviously support your local independent pet store. But you can always shop online, austinandcat.com. There's lots of information on the site. There's blogs. You can go in and say, oh, I'm, my kids are going back to school. What do I do? We've got a blog on that. It's Halloween. Oh. What do I do? We've got a blog on that. So um, I write a lot and I enjoy doing that. And hopefully some of the little tidbits I have, those little nuggets of knowledge, I can pass on to somebody and they can help their pet live a happier, healthier life also. That's great. That's all we want. That's why we're doing this show and doing these interviews. So before I say thank you and let you go, is there anything else that I didn't ask you or didn't cover that you think we should have spoken about? No, I just, um, I think one of the most important things I think people can do is just educate themselves and don't be afraid to ask questions. Just ask, 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 because we're all learning. Right. And I think that's one of the beauties is I didn't, as you said at the beginning, I came from the sports industry. I didn't have a background in pet 
And it's been a learning experience for me. And then to surround myself with people like yourself and, and other people in the industry, because we all, it's a, it's a wonderful industry to be in. It's a very open, everyone's learning from one another and, you know, ask those questions. If I don't know the answer, I will do my best to find the answer. And the same thing goes with my team. So ask questions. Awesome. Well, Kat Donatello, thank you so much for being my guest today. And, you know, as, as Kat mentioned, beyond her products, lots of helpful information on her website, austinandcat.com. So make sure you check that out. And again, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And I look forward to seeing you probably in a few weeks, right? Yeah, a couple of weeks at the Global Pet Expo. It'll be great. So to listeners out there, thank you so much for listening. Keep on listening and please give your pets a hug for us. Have a great day. You've been listening to the Starlight Pet Talk podcast. We're glad you joined us to gain new insight on the many loving ways to adopt and care for your pets. Be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. And if you want more information, go to starlightpettalk.com because your pet can't talk. Be sure to join us next time for Starlight Pet Talk.